0: to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today is Thursday, January 7. I invite you to pause the audio so that you can pray asking for God's guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. Appalling Appeal When God recommissioned Isaiah, why did He give the prophet such a strange message to take to His people? Isaiah, chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, read. He said, Go and tell these people, Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of these people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. Lest we should think that Isaiah heard wrong or that this message is unimportant, Jesus cited this passage to explain why he taught in parables. Matthew, chapter 13, verses 13 through 15, read, Therefore I speak to them in parables. Because while seeing, they do not see, and while hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand. In their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, You will keep on hearing, but will not understand. You will keep on seeing, but will not perceive. For the heart of these people has become dull. With their ears, they scarcely hear. And they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they would see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and return, and I would heal them. God does not want any to perish, which explains why he sent Isaiah to the people of Judah and Jesus to the world. God's desire is not to destroy, but to save eternally. But while some people respond positively to his appeals, others become firmer in their resistance. Nevertheless, God keeps on appealing to them in order to give them more and more opportunities to repent. Yet, the more they resist, the harder they become, so in that sense, what God does to them results in the hardening of their hearts, even though he would rather that these actions soften them. God's love towards us is unchanging. Our individual response to his love is the crucial variable. The role of a minister, such as Moses, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, or even Christ, is to keep on appealing, even if people reject the message. God said to Ezekiel, Whether they hear or refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious house, they shall know that there has been a prophet among them. God's role and that of his servants is to give people a fair choice so that they will have adequate warning. Compare Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 16 through 21, which read, at the end of seven days the word of the lord came to me saying son of man i have appointed you a watchman to the house of israel whenever you hear a word from my mouth warn them from me when i say to the wicked you will surely die and you do not warn him or speak out to warn the wicked From his wicked way that he may live, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet, if you have warned the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked ways, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered yourself. Again, when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I place an obstacle before him, he will die, since you have not warned him. He shall die in his sin, and his righteous deeds, which he has done, shall not be remembered, but his blood I will require at your hand. However, if you have warned the righteous man, that the righteous should not sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely live, because he took warning, and you have delivered yourself, even if they end up choosing destruction and exile. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 11 through 13, read, Then I said, Lord, how long? And he answered, until cities are devastated and without inhabitant, houses are without people, and the land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. Yet there will be a tenth portion in it, and it will again be subject to burning, like a terebinth or an oak, whose stump remains when it's felled. The holy seed is its stump. Question, with these ideas in mind, how do we understand God's role in hardening Pharaoh's heart? In Exodus, chapter 4, verse 21, God says, But I will harden his heart. This is the first of nine times when God said he would harden Pharaoh's heart. But there were also nine times when Pharaoh hardened his own heart. For example, see Exodus chapter 8, verse 15 and 32. And Exodus chapter 9, verse 34. Exodus chapter 8, verse 15 Reads, But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Exodus chapter 8, verse 32 reads, But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also, and he did not let the people go. Exodus chapter 9, verse 34 reads, But when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunder has ceased, he sinned again and hardened his heart, he and his servants. Clearly, Pharaoh possessed some kind of free will, or he would have not been able to harden his own heart. But the fact that God also hardened Pharaoh's heart indicates that God initiated the circumstances to which Pharaoh reacted when he made his choices, choices to reject the signs God had given him. Had Pharaoh been open to these signs, his heart would have been softened, not hardened, by them. Question. In your own experience with the Lord, have you ever felt a hardening of your heart to the Holy Spirit? Think through what caused it. If you didn't find that concept frightening then, after all, that's part of what having a hard heart is all about, how do you feel it now? What is the way of escape? See 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13, which reads, No temptation has overtaken you but such as is common to men. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. Additional reading, selected quotes from Ellen White. The unfruitful hearers are specified by our Lord as the skeptical, the superficial, or the secular. These cannot discern the moral glory of the truth or its practical personal application to their own hearts. They lack the faith which overcomes the world, and as the sure consequence, the world overcomes them. It is the close connection with God which opens and makes quick and sharp the understanding. Men in Christ's day brought upon themselves that blindness, that in seeing they see not, and the willful deafness that in hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Jesus told them, that there was no reason for them to be surprised at what he had stated in regard to their unbelief, for Isaiah had predicted the same. This Day with God, page 361. God had declared concerning Pharaoh, I will harden his heart that he shall not let the people go. There was no exercise of supernatural power to harden the heart of the king. God gave to Pharaoh the most striking evidence of divine power, but the monarch stubbornly refused to heed the light. Every display of infinite power rejected by him rendered him the more determined in his rebellion. The seeds of rebellion that he sowed when he rejected the first miracle, produced their harvest. As he continued to venture on in his own course, going from one degree of stubbornness to another, his heart became more and more hardened until he was called to look upon the cold, dead faces of the firstborn. God speaks to men through his servants giving cautions and warnings and rebuking sin. He gives to each an opportunity to correct his errors before they become fixed in the character. But if one refuses to be corrected, divine power does not interpose to counteract the tendency of his own action. He finds it more easy to repeat the same course. He is hardening the heart against the influence of the Holy Spirit. A further rejection of light places him where a far stronger influence will be ineffectual to make an abiding impression. Patriarchs and Prophets, page 268. The long night of gloom is trying, but the morning is deferred in mercy. Because if the Master should come, so many would be found unready. God's unwillingness to have his people perish has been the reason for so long delay. But the coming of the morning to the faithful and of the night to the unfaithful is right upon us. By waiting and watching, God's people are to manifest their peculiar character, their separation from the world. By our watching position, we are to show that we are truly strangers and pilgrims upon the earth. The difference between those who love the world and those who love Christ is so plain as to be unmistakable. While worldlings are all earnestness and ambition to secure earthly treasure, God's people are not conformed to the world but show by their earnest watching waiting position that they are transformed that their home is not in this world but that they are seeking a better country even a heavenly testimonies for the church volume 2 page 194. that's all for today please subscribe to our podcast and check out our Instagram at (music) sabbathschool.en